so last time on Trendsetters, Sundog, Megalad, and Switch were hired to be bodyguards for the mayor while she held her rally in the park. And it's a good thing they were hired, because it turns out that a professional superhero assassin named Fortune and Glory, who's two sentient alien weapons that take willing hosts in order to uh, carry out assassinations, teamed up with the Armorer, who was a uh, who's a mercenary for hire and kind of has a personal vendetta because last time the heroes ran into her off-camera, they cost her a paycheck. So uh, she was a little bit not happy about that, so she tried to destroy a building with them still inside of the building. And long story short, that building does not exist anymore thanks to Megalad. Uh, the mayor is safe, but Fortune and Glory and the armorer managed to get away. And we're going to, st- instead of starting with any of those characters, we're going to cut to a, a new character because it turns out Ape can't join us for a couple weeks. He's got some very important stuff to do. So uh, we have a new superhero joining in. Uh, so, Bobbin, where where do you want to start Nikolai's life at? Where do you want to start the scene? Well, I expect that uh, Nikolai has been around for a few months now. He was um, activated in order to assist with troubleshooting because he is intended to be a self-repairing and self-advancing organism. Okay. So, um, you are you are uh, there at the lab and it's it's basically the day after the assassination attempt, and it's ba- it is all over the news, and uh, you see that the heroes known as ha- known as a uh, hashtag trending have saved the mayor uh, and saved most of the lives involved with the um, DHEA members trying like that were uh, that were in the bu- said building when- before it collapsed. Jen who is basically your mother, uh, looks at them and looks at the news report and goes, Huh. Jen, what about them? Honestly, that could work. They might need another person. Three's a bit small for a superhero group. Um, I can try and get in contact with one of them, like... One of them lives with gold standard. We know that much. So, like, we could... They appear to have a hashtag. Perhaps you could use that as well. <laughs> uh, she she looks at you and she goes, I... Okay. I, Nikolai, you... Like, you're only a couple months old, but you honestly know more about social media than I do. Don't be so hard on yourself, Jen. <laughs> you're not even 40. Uh... Anyway, we can probably get in touch with Gold Standard. That would probably be a little bit easier. So, now we're going to cut to the apartment uh, where where Megalad is at. Megalad, hi. Gold Standard is there, and uh, he like it's just a normal day at the at the apartment. Um, and the phone rings, and like, okay, I I should say I say the phone rings, but that's because I'm used to have being in a house where they actually have a house phone, I'm pretty sure most places don't have house phones anymore, so his cell phone rings, and he answers it. And then he talks on it for a little bit, and, um, he looks at you, and he goes, Hey, Gary. Sup? 
Remember how the DHEA said that, you know, stopping, like, being on this guard detail would get you good publicity? Yes, that is a thing I remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, turns out, it's true, uh, Clockwork Futures just called us. They want to sponsor you guys. I have just one question. Who's who's Clockwork Future? Clockwork Futures is a uh, is a tech company that has recently accidentally created a sentient android of sorts. And this is in character, like so. If that's inaccurate, Bobbin, then it, it, it is it not is. entirely accurate because the NC Eleven project has proceeded NCs zero one through zero uh, through one zero. Okay, but um, he got, but he goes, yeah. So like, I don't know. Maybe you should get your friends and talk about them about that. Yes, I'm going to text all of my friends right now. Both of them, in fact. Um. So when you text, uh, when you text Sundog, when you text Felix about the, he's sick with the flu. Actually, I I discussed this with uh, with Ape. Uh, he says, "Turns out we have an um, uh, there's an emergency trip we have to make. We're, I'm going to France to visit family. It's the pizza deliveries conference. <laughs> Is that you saying that your pizza's here? No, perhaps I'm just ordering it now. Oh, okay. Um. So uh." So yeah, there there is that. But um, so Felix does respond that he is not in the country anymore, and it won't be until question mark whenever Ape returns. Oh God, how much does that text cost me? <laughs> uh, Gold Standard looks at you and goes, "We have unlimited texting. It costs you nothing." Fine. Uh, let's text Robin then. Alright, so, Robin... Robin, you want to get sponsored? Robin, where are you? I know you're probably going to be at the base, but where are you? I'm at the base. Alright, yeah, um, what are you doing? I am contemplating a coin flip. Alright. But I am currently getting a text from my buddy, the Blue Bomber. That needs to come first for the moment. Ironically, my te- my text starts with choose heads for no real reason. <laughs> um, so yeah, you get a text message from uh, from Megalad saying basically there's a corporation that wants to sponsor us. Am I going to be made to appear in pre- press conferences? I did not ask. You're God standing. Can I actually talk to the people about this? <laughs> I mean, you can. You can talk to other people about, like, I'm sure they're gonna, like, want to meet in private to set this th- whole thing up first. Uh, all I can say is maybe. I guess I'll be the face of the company. I'll be the face of the organization if you don't want to be. I absolutely don't want to be. Excellent. Then let's go meet them. Okay. All right. Do you want to do that coin flip right now? No, I am still working up the nerve to do it. Okay. So, 
Um, basically, you guys meet up at uh, Clockwork Futures, like, lab. Um, it's... I'm not sure where it would be in the city. Probably closer to this, like the center. Um, oh, and ooh. Uh, ooh, ooh. Hmm? may I? Yes. What you see is one of those modern tech buildings in a fairly new uh, industrial park that used to house some of the heavy industry that the uh, city had back. 20, 30 years ago, but after they moved out or shut down, the entire place got leveled. They put in a park and they built a bunch of sort of futuristic looking buildings that uh, are supposed to be pleasing to the eye, but uh, sometimes they just sort of look weird. And this is definitely one of those second cases where <laughs> the people obviously hired a uh, an architect who was famous rather than one who was good. Why not hire one that was famous for being good? Because they aren't as famous. Yeah. So, um, when you two arrive, uh, you're greeted by someone at the door, and he goes, Ah, yes, welcome, welcome. Uh, aren't there supposed to be three of you? Our third is currently indisposed until further notice. Okay, alright, uh, fair enough. Uh, right this way, and he leads you, um, into the building where you are led to a meeting room, and there you see a woman in her 40s, and go ahead and describe- 30s. 30s, okay, that's right, you said not even 40 yet. Uh, She's a woman in her- she's a woman in her late 30s. And uh, go ahead and describe uh, Nikolai there for us, Bobbin. At first glance, Nikolai's appearance is that of a normal, if androgynous, young adult human of approximately Middle Eastern or Indian origin. Although as you stare at them, it, uh, it becomes quite clear that this is some sort of unnatural construction. Skin has no blemishes, no moles, no pores, and as such, it looks quite plastic. It has hair, but it's shaven down to a brown stubble, and this stubble is spaced evenly across the scalp, so it's got that that weird sort of... You can see the lines depending on how the head shifts, that sort of effect. It's also wearing uh, fairly simple clothing, looks like a t-shirt and jeans, but the way that shirt and jeans are just sitting on the body does not have sort of the right number of folds that you would expect. It seems to just sort of sit there as if painted on more or less but with just a little bit of extra space to give the appearance of being um, clothing and not skin. That's a fairly good analogy. It looks like a life-size action figure. (laughs) My hands immediately begin twitching because I want to take it apart. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so the woman goes, uh, "Greeting. My name is uh, Bobbin. Please pronounce the last <laughs> name for me." <laughs> Rangan. Oh, Ranganathan. Ranganathan. Ah, like the comedian. <laughs> My name's Jen Ranganathan, and this is uh, NC Eleven. They prefer to be called Nikolai. Correction. 
I have been termed Nikolai by the uh, development team as an attempt to humanize me. Hi, Nick. Hello. So, we noticed your successful mission at making sure that the mayor, you know, didn't get assassinated. Thank you for that. Good job. Thanks. Please make sure to follow us on all social media. Okay. I done. Okay. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so we were hoping that you would allow Nikolai into your team and in return we would we would basically give you everything that you would possibly need in order to, you know, do your jobs. This is a tech company, right? Yes, it is. How are you how are you at uh, tracking small amounts of certain radioactive isotopes? Well, we can certainly get on that. Uh, it's not a thing that we were planning to do in the immediate time frame. But, Unfortunately, uh, none of our projects are currently uh, focused on such technology. However, we do have contacts with other tech companies, which could be able to uh, supply the needed technology. Okay, so you want Nick to join us. Nick, what do you do? I am a perfected organism. Okay, and in terms of practical things, what do you do? I am composed entirely of nanomachines. Yeah, if um actually hold on, we can get a, we can do a practical demonstration real quick. Uh so she will lead you out of the meeting room and into basically a testing chamber where they've obviously done this with Nikolai before. And um, it's, it's a big room. It's a big, like, empty room where things can, like, pop out of the floor and the walls and such. And there's, like, a big observation uh, chamber up above it. And um, you guys are in the observation chamber, and Nikolai is down in the room. And she goes, All right, Nikolai, we're just going to go through the basics. And um, the she pushes the button, and it starts, and just, like... Two defense turrets just pop out of the floor and uh, start aiming at you. What do you do, Nikolai? I stand there and take it. All right. Go ahead and roll me. Take a powerful blow. Well, we're demonstrating powers and not actually. Hmm. Hmm. This is true. Yeah. Uh... The shots are specifically designed to show off. Oh, true. True. Uh, so go ahead and roll unleash your powers. All right. The pa- uh, so the bullets just basically start bouncing off harmlessly. So uh, actually, they get absorbed into me. Ah, okay. Yep. So they just absorb into uh, into NC eleven here. So uh, it's, uh, the bullets are obviously not doing anything to you. So what do you want to do now? I extend my arms out without moving my torso in order to um, grab each of the turrets and. Uh, safely pull them off of safely pull the uh, the uh, barrels out of the weapons. I mean, we're not going to destroy anything. You know, all this costs money. So, mm-hmm. But yes, I safely disassemble them. Alright, go ahead and roll me directly engage a threat, please. That is a 9, so on a 7 to 9 you may pick one. Impress, surprise, or frighten the opposition. 
Well, I'll say that the opposition is less the opposition and more the people who are watching it. And, uh, and well, Jen seems very impressed and, um... Oh my god, I'm so impressed! <laughs> <laughs> yes, how does, how does, uh, with, with that impression, with that impressing thing, how does, uh, Switch react? Polite applause. All right. My eyes are wide open. I got a huge grin on my face. I'm clapping real loud, real hard. I'm. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. All right. So, uh, with, she goes. Well, okay. It looks like you two are impressed already. So, I mean, that that wasn't even really the extent of what they can do. But uh, if he, here's the deal, we know that you that one of your members is temporarily unavailable. So we'll call this like a trial basis if you want to let uh, Nikolai onto your team so that way all three of you can discuss a potential opening for them. Then we'll lend you Nikolai and then you can think about maybe possibly con- saying yes to our to our offer and you know we'll get you like a legitimate base instead of we don't know what you're doing. We don't know your situation, but I'm sure a couple of teenagers can't exactly afford something fantastic. My house is extremely comfortable, thank you. I'm going to let Robin handle the business side of things. Well, oh, we can no. always we can always upgrade it. I think we probably need a computer. We need one of them big computers that tracks things. We we have your laptop at the moment. That's not. We'll maybe discuss this at a later date. Yeah, exactly. Like when when you're third member uh sundog is it when he comes back for sure you can give us an answer when you've discussed it with him but uh until then consider nikolai our temporary uh gift to you for now it was sort of their idea to join up this is not something that they are doing against their will just in case that is a concern of yours okay and this is a sponsorship so how much do we get paid well, it's more of a merch deal. Oh, oh, okay. So we're so we're showing so we're advertising this new bit of kit. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, so we're, basically, you're being paid in Nikolai in the use of our property, and in return, we will handle upgrading your base of operations, uh, maybe even your equipment. Etc. Etc. Wow, that's extremely fucked up. I have just one more question. Um, so, Nick, you're NC ten or eleven or something. You got a number. So, what happened to the numbers before you? I cannot read lips through the glass. <laughs> she turns on the uh, she turns on the uh, speaker and Megalad repeats his question. Oh. I am the very first prototype that was deemed viable enough to bring to a full-size prototype. The previous ten projects were less viable. Okay. Yeah, we'll take him. Um, Wrap him up, we'll take him to our base. Um, Do we need a bag? No, don't... I can transport myself. Yeah, they're capable of walking. Okay. Fine. No bag. All right. So, uh, Nikolai, when you guy, when everybody gets back to the base, it's basically a, a warehouse that they're squatting in at the docks. Uh, 
It's not squatting. We have the right to be here. <laughs> I said essentially. If you prefer your current environment, I could ask Jen to purchase it in your name and refurbish it to your liking. I feel the capitalist already bought us it. I don't know. I am unaware of your current living situation. I feel like we own this, or at least have the lease on it. We certainly got our branding on the front of it. Purchasing it outright would give you the right to change it however you wish. We would we would uh, have to do so in order to completely remodel it. Okay, well, Robin lives here. I'll leave that to them. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of not a thing I worry about too much. And you can you can tell from the fact that it's not been cleaned in years. Robin doesn't care that much. I cannot possibly shrug hard enough. You should really clean up. There's hot sauce bottles all over the floor. Oh yeah, they hit the sauce pretty hard. Oh. Welcome to the team. <laughs> yeah, anyways, so uh so do you just let them talk about you like that? That's real fucked up. In what manner are you objecting to? That you're a person and they talk about you like your property? Oh. Well that is because I am property and not a person. I am a construct. I was I built. I do by have you. the receipt. <laughs> they did not give you a receipt. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> do you think? I am capable of making my own computations and adjusting my programming as such. Do you feel? No. Are you concerned about your own well-being? I am indestructible. That doesn't answer my question. In that case, I am not aware of how else I should concern myself with my own existence. Are you aware of the human emotion called love? Yes. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> all right, will it, will, it, will emancipate the uh, rubber robots in our... At some point, don't worry. Yeah, you'll, uh. I don't know. I feel like Felix will be able to handle that one. I'm sure, I can leave that to him. Anyway, would you rather just dress up how you want, or do we need to figure out a uniform for you? When I am in combat mode, my nanites will stop attempting to simulate human bodies and simply create a humanoid form, which is much more useful in combat situations. Very simplistic. I will show you. He turns into a gun. And uh, <laughs> he doesn't turn into a gun. He basically turns into the T-1000. Okay. Just this sort of liquid coruscating metal. As uh, just like from top to bottom, the uh, appearance of humanity disappears. And it's just this silvery humanoid form has replaced it. Does it come in blue? It turns blue. <laughs> okay, that's perfect. Lord, please don't indulge him. <laughs> but you do notice also that there is a uh, something else that has changed. Is that there's a giant green hourglass symbol covering the chest, and that is the symbol of uh, Clockwork Futures. You, you saw it as you came into the building. Okay, we need a hashtag on that. All right, we'll figure out the branding at another point. All right. So, uh, now that we have done the new character introduction, 
uh, it is time for y'all to decide. Well, I guess Nikolai needs to decide who they want to go with. Do they want to go with? Oh yeah. Uh, so with before we uh, before we get onto that, I am curious mm-hmm. about one thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, how educated is Nikolai? He's the internet. Correction. I have had the equivalent of a human college education up through doctorates implanted into my nanites. However, I do not have an active connection to the internet. My creators have determined that this would represent a security risk. However, I am fully able to use all forms of technology, including smartphones and tablets, should the need arise. My... My curiosity is, and this is an out-of-character question, my curiosity is if Nikolai has been briefed on what happened to Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, uh, Bobbin, you wouldn't, like, depending on if you would know this in character or not, uh, Los Angeles has basically been obliterated off of the map, and Switch is partly responsible. I think he would probably be aware of that. Or it, sorry. But do you know that Switch is responsible? Like, it's pretty. It's very public knowledge. Then yes. Right. I was just curious. That doesn't seem to come up a lot. The fact that we're working with someone who blew up LA. Yeah, I, I can't. I don't <laughs> want to put Colin on blast, but he's really been dropping the ball on that one. Yeah. Actually, yeah. that incident is one of the reasons why I asked to join this group. Oh, why? Why? What's up? There has been one aspect of humanity that fascinates me. Their preference, in some cases, for imperfection over perfection. Their preference for seeing something that is incomplete rather than something that is more complete than themselves. Mm. This group, considering the past, seems to be imperfect. Therefore, I thought that I would be able to understand better what drives people to prefer imperfection when I am surrounded by it? Well, if nothing else, I am happy to be your test subject, I guess. As long as we can work together. Properly. Wouldn't look at me, I'm pretty perfect, so... I believe between sessions we determined that Switch was gonna go investigate the the bar that you found the uh, the the matchbook too and that uh-huh. Gary was going to try and track down where the armorer's uh, teleportation signa- signature went which would be pretty hard because it's fairly old and probably degraded a lot by now you were following well, I, I, uh, you were following fortune and glories earlier you weren't following uh, armorers but if you want to try and do that then well then he would just be following fortune and glories what, yeah I feel like I was following the teleport that I actually tr- bothered to track Okay, alright then, yes. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, I'm tracking this one, I never knew. <laughs> By the way, just some um just some stat stuff to settle. Both of you and uh Ape when he gets back have influence over me. Okay. Right. So I... the quest so the question is, uh does Nikolai want to go with switch to the bar or does do they want to go with uh, Megalad to try and track down Fortune and Glory in person? Well, switch fascinates me more, so I'm going with switch. 
All right. Yeah, he'll probably have a better time at the bar. All right. So, Switch, what time do you want to go to this bar? Ah, uh, well, see, the, the issue is I will have more opportunities to learn useful information when it's drinking hours. But that's also more opportunities to have problems happen. Mm-hmm. Because there's going to be more people there. Uh, and that sounds like more fun, so we're going to do that. So I'll be going in when when business has like fully picked up. All right, Nico, you want to go visit a supervillain watering hole? Understood. Let's go. Okay. So then, it's fairly late at night uh, when you go to to the bar. It's in a fairly busy part of the city. Um. It's located like along the con- like the canals and stuff, so it's 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 a little bit waterfront, but you're gonna be uh, ducking into a side alley at some point. And in the side alley, you simply see a uh, you see a sign that just reads uh, "The Smoking Gun." It's it's not even a very fancy sign. It's not lit up or anything. It's it's barely got a light shining on it, so that you know where it is. And it's just next to the, like this really like rusty looking door you you arrive at this door and there's there's really nobody standing there guarding it most people you figure that uh most people know from its reputation alone to just kind of stay away maybe if you know that if you know that it exists at all you know whether you belong there or not exactly do i belong there no, absolutely not. <laughs> There's a reason you were not invited. Um. <laughs> that, so I'll just I'll go in. I open the door and step inside of the room. All right. So when you uh, when you go in, there's a stair leading down, set of stairs leading down, and then there's like another door there, and then um, and then behind that door, you see a guy sitting behind uh, some very good. Uh, glass you you would assume that it's at the very least bulletproof and uh he looks at you got, he looks at you to enter and he goes either of you got any weapons do we look like the kind of people who need them you'd be surprised but also not that we really care that much but how old are you old enough it's a good answer actually common answer uh all right. Well, technic I am required to tell you. And uh, he just looks over at the door, and he like pu- the 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 last door before you get into the bar proper, and he just points up above the sign, and it says, uh, "It says uh, no weapons, no powers, no exceptions." I look at Nico. <laughs> Understood. This also says no heroes, but heroes is spelled with a Z. <laughs> Um, so he goes, alright, as long as you don't have any weapons, then you can go right in. Cool. I will do that thing. Alright. And when you step in, it is... It is essentially, basically, a, a very standard, like, you know, dive bar. But there's a bunch of supervillains around. Like, some of them are in costume. Some of them are mostly in costume, but have, like, their masks off or helmets or whatever some of them 
aren't in costume and just are hanging around. Uh, There's, like, two really big, big, just, like, slabs of meat of men in the corner, like, doing an arm wrestling and trying to uh, one-up each other. Um, And then there is a... There's a... uh, Another supervillain who's... Basically, the who's the barkeep and you can immediately tell that they're a speedster because uh as as they're cleaning uh they get an order and uh you, you just see a blur happen and the person who put put the order in has their drink and uh just like right in front of them and the bartender has moved like i don't know a couple of inches to the left ah my people <laughs> so what do you do well, might as well start with the man in charge. All right. He looks at you, and he he looks at you, and he goes, "Have you even graduated?" I don't even care. Actually, never mind. What do you What do you have? High schools for chumps, my friend. Uh, I will have a bit of information if that's on tap. Depends. What kind of information are you looking for? I am looking to ruin the armorer's day. Got anything I might like to know? <sighs> armorer, armorer. Um, he zoom. He, you see him zoom, and he's like standing on the other side of the bar, like fl- quickly flipping through some uh, through some pages in a book. And he goes, he goes, hmm. Closes the book, zooms back over, and he goes. Yeah, she hasn't paid her tab in, like, six months. What do you want? You know where she lives right now? Uh, no, she hasn't mentioned where she lives. Um, I don't... I don't think she really lives anywhere. Gonna be honest. Do you know who she's working for right now? Because she's definitely working for someone. As far as I can tell, she is officially working for Fortune and Glory right now. Who is her weapons contact? I don't know who their weapons contact would be, but I saw her talking to whoever Fortune and Glory were, I don't know, possessing? Is possessing the right word? I don't care. Uh, whoever they were possessing at the time uh, to set up the details Fortune Glory is kind of paranoid. Doesn't like using the same host for assassinate for the actual assassinations and setting up the jobs. Hmm. Do you know who hired Fortune and Glory? That I 100% don't know. But if you could try and find the host that was in here the, the other night, they might lead you in the right direction. Do you know... What do you know about them? Um... That... Is gonna cost you. Alright. Uh, so... There's this guy. His name's Ben. And he has... Basically... Uh, he, he, he tries to... He scratches his chin a little bit and points over to a... Um, to one of the uh, female supervillains. You go, see her? Mm-hmm. Ben? Ben promised that he'd stay in touch with her and he has he's decided not to and let me tell you right now I'm kind of sweet on her I'm hoping you could bring Ben here and sort of make him explain 
why he hasn't decided to get back with her. You don't happen to know where Ben is right this moment, do you? Like within maybe a one inch margin of error? <laughs> um, not at this exact moment, but I can tell you where Ben lives. All right. Uh, he basically gives you an address to a pretty rough part of town. All right. You want to go stage a kidnapping, Nico? I have no opinion, but I will follow you. Nico's just like, whatever. Okay. Okay. So you, you just plink your, to the spot closest to, like, from one of your, uh, one of your dead drops all, that are ready, that are ready, and you just plink to the closest one, you go to the front door. It's that a, is also disconcerting. Yep. It is a, uh, it is a fucking shithole of an apartment building. You can see that there's, like, a bunch of boarded up windows, a bunch of broken windows, um, the few windows that are still intact are very dirty and in dire need of repair. Uh, the the front door looks like it was used to be one of those ones where like you had to be buzzed in, but the buzzer has long since broken, and so people just sort of like started breaking the door to breaking the door in to get in. So that hasn't been bothered to been repaired yet. And you find like. Actually, you know what? No, like the people here, the people who live here probably wouldn't bother uh, putting their names on on the mail slot. So, uh, how are you going to try and find out which one Ben lives in? Well, that building sounds like shit. You know, I bet we could renovate this entire neighborhood on what the Vindicators spend on their headquarters in one month. Anyway, the barkeep would have given us an, uh, oh, an yeah, apartment yeah, number. Yeah, yeah he would have given me an apartment number. We'll say, we'll say 506. Okay. Let's so, go there. All right. So you head on up to 506 and like the door, like the numbers on the door are, you actually see five and six, but you don't see zero. But, uh, but the number right before this one was, uh, was five zero. And then the one right after is, uh, is zero eight. So you're assuming that this is 506. Mm-hmm. And um, and so it's it's there. It's, are, are you going to knock or are you just gonna b- bust in? Knocking strikes me as incorrect. Okay, so you, I'm not gonna make you roll to break in the door. You do have an android with. Yeah, well, breaking also strikes me as incorrect. If we have the okay. option of entering quietly, okay. Uh, I'm not. Sh- Here's an idea. I'm not sure what the uh, how fine your shape shifting capabilities are. I guess you think you could turn one of your fingers into the key for the door. Theoretically, <clears throat> however, I have not yet fully mastered the abilities that my nanettes give me. However, I am able to thin myself sufficiently to crawl underneath the door and open it from the inside. That works too. All right. So, uh, I'm also going to not make you roll for that, since you have established that that is just a thing that you can do. I will allow you to just thin yourself out, and then, uh, you, you squeeze under the door. Um, in so, like, when you reform, I'm not sure if you, like, you can, like, how much you can see as you're crawling through, but, like, this place is a shithole. There's, uh, there's boxes of discarded food everywhere. There's, like, empty beer bottles laying all over the place. This guy clearly does not live in the best of 
or most sanitary of conditions. And so, uh, my human eyes for reference are there for aesthetic purposes. Ah, I can observe anything that any of my nanites can, uh, uh, is surrounded by. All right. So, and then you open the door, uh, switch. You see very much the same thing. Okay. Well, does the man sound like he's home? Uh, that is good question. Go ahead and roll me assist the situation. Eleven. Eleven. So you can ask two. Okie doke. Um, man, some of, a lot of these questions are just awful. At least for this situation. Yeah. What here can I use to complete the task the bartender gave me? So, basically, as you walk in, you do hear the shower going. So, yeah, he's home. Okay. Um, what here is the biggest threat? Well, you might be fucking indestructible. I mean, your friend might here might be fucking indestructible and bulletproof. You aren't. And you can, like, as you're moving towards the, um, as you're moving towards the, the bathroom door, you definitely see that, like, there's some, uh, empty, uh, gun magazines lying about. So he's probably armed and he's probably paranoid about enough about where he is living that he has brought the gun with him into the bathroom. Is the door to the bathroom closed? It's one of those. He's one. It's one of those things where it's mostly closed, but it's open a crack so that way it like doesn't get blisteringly hot in the bathroom. He's one of those people. I personally just close the door all the way. Can I see the gun in, say, the mirror? You know what? Because you rolled an eleven on uh, assess the situation, I will say yes. Excellent. I have a stack of empty magazines here, and now I have the gun. All right. Um, all right, Nico. How do you how, how do you feel about naked human? I have no concept of modesty. Cool. You want to go in there and just I don't know tie him up with your incredible stretchy arms. I would have to remain connected to him. When my nanites are released from the full uh, colony, then their only directive is to return to me. I mean that's probably fine. Very well then. You're, pro- you're probably stronger than him. You could probably just lift him bodily. Yeah, I calmly open the door, um, find out exactly where he is, uh, open the glass stall, because presumably there is one, and then, yeah, as, as directed, I move my hands forward, stretching out to in order to immobilize his arms and raise his legs up off the ground. All right, so he's going to be like, yo, what the fuck, man? And uh, he's going to try going for his gun. His gun's not there. Oh, no, I'm not going to make you roll. He's completely defenseless now. So, yes, you succeed. Howdy, Benjamin. Uh, We're trying to prevent a political assassination, and for that, we need to have you talk to a lady. Oh, come on. Not again. She's crazy. She just keeps trying to stalk me. That's why I had to run here. This place is a shithole, man. I'm extremely sorry to hear that, and perhaps if I have time in the future, I will help you to get out of this situation. 
But for the moment, as I said, we are attempting to stop a political assassination. <laughs> I don't give a shit. The mayor sucks anyway. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty okay with, with higher regulations. Uh, go ahead and roll me manipulate someone, but get get do a plus one because you definitely have him at a disadvantage here. Alright, well, that's not a move in this game. Oh, not, okay, uh, provoke someone, then. I forgot. I'm so used to fucking Monster of the Week. <laughs> right, that's a seven. seven. On a seven to nine, they can instead choose one. I'm gonna say they overreact, and he's like, no, no, I don't, I don't really, I 100%, uh, fine, yeah, it's political assassination, yeah, Whatever, fine, okay, just let's just go. You have influence over him. Cause he's he's just one hundred percent done with this shit now. Okay. So putting his name on the Can I at least get dressed first? If my buddy lets you go, are you going to try and run? No. Alright. Nico, please let him put pants on. Very well. I will become the door. <laughs> And it's like, release, and then walk over to the door and fill it up completely with just, with this, just the, the human head just sort of poking out of it, looking utterly horrifying. I think I've seen that Doctor Who episode. Moisturize <laughs> me, moisturize me. Um, so, yeah, he, he gets dressed, looking at the door a little Oddly. <laughs> Just like, okay. He, he's the new guy. He's real neat, huh? Uh, neat's one way of putting it. Uh, don't be racist, Ben. <laughs> Shit, was that racist? I don't know if that was actually racist. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna, we're gonna zoom away from that, and we're gonna get back to uh, Megalad now that uh, Namtab is back from his pizza adventure. I'm back. I'm full of starters. <laughs> and I'm ready to talk about heroes. Right. Oh, right. right. So, uh, we're going to rewind the clock a little bit. So, you are standing back at the, um, the street where the assassination was taking place, and you start following the old energy signature. Um, I am going to need you to roll me... Uh, unleash your powers because the signature has definitely degraded over time so I want need to see how much you can follow how well you can follow it now ah oh, mate you can you can um you can definitely follow it so yeah it like you managed to follow it per- perfectly back towards the um towards the uh the, the source and so you get back to around the area where you were in there's a couple of uh, landmarks around. There's like a statue of a former superhero that saved the city one time. Um, they had to stop. They had to stop doing that for every hero that saved the city because if they did that, then they'd have to build a statue like every other week. Uh, there's a there's a couple of um, buildings that are fairly uniquely built and you know tourist attractiony, uh, all that sorts of stuff. It's the way I see it. He's when when they escaped they're not gonna 
they took the host with them. Mm-hmm. So let's instead of looking at sort of big landmarky stuff, let's start by looking at less less obvious buildings. Um, any sort of normal looking houses, apartment buildings, um, warehouses, things like that. Let's start with those. Um, and what I'm looking for is with a teleport, the biggest the biggest expenditure of energy is going to be at the start and the stop of the teleport. That's just science. That is just science. <laughs> exactly. So I'm looking. I'm looking at a bill. I'm looking at a building where I can just feel a little bit more of that radiation. All right. So go ahead and roll me. Assess the situation then. Oh, good. Mm, that is a five. As so, expected. I'm sorry. Go ahead and uh, mark potential there. Absolutely. You're looking around uh, to try and find like an apartment building. Uh, that that uh, they're in, and so as a result, you don't really notice the glint of some reflective uh, glass from the top of a building. And then uh, I need you to roll, take a powerful blow because a sniper shot is going right into your shoulder. Okay. Um, as ever, with the question, I need to ask you whether. Uh, whether this someone with far more with far greater power than I this is not far greater power then it's the regular conditions yeah they they uh they're just catching you by surprise essentially that's bad oh yeah that is bad um so on a 10 plus uh choose one of those or you can choose two from the seven to nine obviously oh god there's no good options I guess the bottom two give ground the opposition gets an opportunity and I'm going to have to mark two conditions alright this is yeah so so your thing does that uh, you you do that thing where you kind of like blur in and out of reality for a little bit as the thing uh, hits your hits your shoulder and before you even get a chance to react uh, the the host that was uh, doing the assassination yesterday just leaps in front of you and just like gives a straight up kick to your chest and uh, starts and starts uh, knocking you off of um, like knocking you onto your ground. Here's a question: Were you on like were you looking through by the rooftops or were you staying on ground level? I I would have been on the ground looking up. Okay, so um, what they'll do is they will um, actually. Here's what they'll do. They they're gonna go over to a manhole, uh, just like pick like pick lift it up and then uh, sort of like try kicking you into it, uh, so that way you fall into the dirty stinky sewers. What do you do? I I would like to not fall into the dirty stinking sewers if I may. All right. Um. Uh, um. I'm. I guess I'm gonna try and. Um, I can't really dodge the kicks. That's the opportunity. I'm gonna try and judge the distance and jump over the manhole that's gonna probably I mean be... all my stats are shit at this point <laughs> I mean that's probably gonna be actually directly engage a threat okay that's a seven. seven so you can resist or avoid their blows and basically you can avoid being knocked back or like you can do exactly what you said but it's gonna um they're gonna get a big follow up attack 
or you can res actually no resisting resist and avoid their blows that actually would would honestly resist that entire counterattack situation actually so yeah let's do that i'm gonna resist or avoid i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna avoid their blow by sort of back flipping over the manhole cover all right yeah so uh so they look at you and they and like this obviously they've uh they've changed from a uh, joined sniper rifle to two handguns again, and he lifts his, um, he lifts his, the host lifts his guns up and, uh, goes, you know, you guys are starting to get a, become a real pain in my ass. You could stop this at any time. There's more heroes than villains in this city. We can't... You know. How much you want to bet? Uh, how much do I want to bet? Uh, I'll give you a quick I'll bet you a quid. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's at this point he starts opening fire. What do you do? Uh, sh- 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 what do I do? <laughs> uh, it's very hard when all my conditions are marked. Oh, they're all marked. They're all marked. Oh, God. Jump. Jump up so you do not get shot. Yes. Yes. I'm going to do a big jump. Okay. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna say. Hmm. That's go ahead and roll. Unleash your powers, because you've never really done the big jump. Like, I can't imagine like you trying to do like big jumps like this before. Become as though your namesake. Jump and shoot. Jump and shoot. Actually, I'm gonna. I'm gonna try and run. Okay. I'm gonna run away from something difficult. Oh yeah. There you go. I very much want to not kill myself when I charge up. Okay, so yeah, you uh, so go ahead and clear afraid. Mm-hmm. As you're running away, uh, uh, fortune and glory, glory says, just stay out of it if you know what's best for you. Uh, he's gonna try and shift your labels. He wants to shift your uh, danger down and your mundane up. Do you accept this shift? Absolutely not. Why would I accept a shift from a villain? Alright, then go ahead and roll a flat 2d6. Hell yeah. Yeah, so, um, on a 12... Choose two. Choose two. So, which one do you want? Do I have to choose two separate ones? Yes. Ah, bullshit. Okay, I'm gonna clear a condition. (laughs) Uh, you have to... You have to immediately act to prove them wrong in order to do that. I'm going to clear hopeless. I'm going to say, you know what, as long as I as long as I try and resist you, I'm, I'm going to fight back. You know, I've I got to resist you. There, there's still hope that I can beat you, and if I can't, then I can at least make this flashy enough that others come to help. Alright, and uh... And I'm going to take plus one forward against him as well. Oh, you, you actually cancel their influence on you as well. As well as doing that, so they can't actually—they uh, won't be able to um, try and shift your labels anymore. You're a villain, mate. Why should I listen to you? Exactly. So go ahead and uh, roll directly engage a threat, since it sounds like you're going to go keep going on and fighting, or, or are you going to try and like power up? Ah, uh, well, uh, let me look at the power up. Can this still kill me on a? I think it can. No, no, on a miss, I, I, oh, yeah, I just have to not miss. And okay. if I miss. And if I miss, I get knocked out, so let's... Bullshit! <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm fucking... So all my conditions are marked, and then that's another 
nothing, so I'm guess yeah. I'm unconscious. So here's, here's what here's what happens. You start so you start charging up, and this is very obvious. So he just so Fortune and Glory just ru- host just runs over, like slams you on the side side of the head with the butt of a with the butt of one of the weapons, and says, "I ain't been hired to kill a damn kid." And uh, you are knocked out. And by the time you come to, they are long gone. But all my conditions are cleared. <laughs> but all your conditions are cleared. Um, there's there's a couple people like you obviously weren't out very long. Oh no, I only cleared one condition. Oh okay, you were you you obviously weren't out very long because uh, nobody's called the cops yet. Like you're just now starting to get a crowd gathering around you, and as you start coming to, they're like, "Are you okay, man? Do you like need to go to the hospital or something?" <sighs> I've still I've got to stop Fortune and Glory. Which way no, did he go? No, I think you need to like go to the hospital. You might have a concussion. I'm fine. I can't get concussed. <laughs> that sounds like a thing that a man with a concussion would say. But I literally can't get a concussion. <laughs> you aren't, well, you are in a superhero outfit. You should be believed about that sort of thing. Okay, fair huh. enough. That's an interesting thought. You just took a hit. Like, for real. I feel it was more just the exertion from charging. That's how you're going to react. Okay. All yeah. Right. And then he got he got too close, so I, was, I reflexively flinched and sort of passed out <laughs> due to the exertion. That's your story and you're sticking to it. Absolutely. The gun suddenly introduced an outside influence that caused the powers to just sort of discharge out for a second, uh, causing you to faint, and uh, so maybe something happened to Fortune and Glory for being caught right in the center of a nova. Yeah, it's, it's, very, it's very canonical that I cannot actually be hit. Okay, uh, sure. It's the, <laughs> it's the butterfly effect. Uh, I need you to ro- roll provoke someone in order for them to, like not try and force you to go to hospital. How how could they force me? <laughs> I mean, th- that or just, like, insist that you go to the hospital. They're, basically, you're trying to manipulate them into uh, helping you find where Fortune and Glory went, as opposed to, like, being like, no, you really should go to the hospital. No, you really should go to the hospital. Oh, if you're not going to help me, I'll track them myself, damn it. They start calling... <laughs> they start calling 911 and be like, Hello? Yes, we think this kid has a concussion. I'm just going. You, okay. You can't hold me. Okay, yeah. Alright. I'm g- Damn it, I'm gonna take this foolhardy action if it kills me. I mean, I'm just saying, like, you... I, I was just saying that, like, you can try and, uh... You can try... I was trying to make it so that way they would, um... Go along with your story, but, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you... If you take full hardy action, then sure, you can uh, mark a clear condition off. I've got to stop. Did you see which way he went? <laughs> They're too busy trying to get you to go to the hospital uh, to tell you. You're useless to me. I'm just going this way. I'm going to use instinct, damn it. All right. Uh, like I said, they are long gone. You cannot get back to finding them. So, back to the other two. Uh, you are back at the smoking gun. Um... Billy, like, the, the the guy behind the glass goes, hey, Billy, and he goes, eh. and, uh, why is, why is he Billy now? That's not well, even the right nickname. His name is Benjamin. 
Don't ben question it. He's, he, he's Billy now. <laughs> he's, he's... No, the, oh, I got it. I got it. Hey, Billy. My name's Benji. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> it's, it's Benny. No, no, it pisses him off more when I make when I say it wrong on purpose as a joke. Uh, put more effort. <laughs> I don't have to. It pisses him off plenty when I just call when I just call him Jimmy. That's not even. That doesn't even have a. Uh! Any fascinating. So you bring him in, and uh, sure enough, the super villain woman is still there. And he looks at you and he goes, Political assassination, huh? Political assassination, yeah. Uh, 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 look, he's look, very look, reluctant. I'm extremely serious that I'll, I'll try and figure something out for you. Okay. And he starts very reluctantly stepping forward. And, um, and then the barkeep uh, goes, huh? All right then. Uh, what was it that you wanted again? This is both an in and out of character question. I believe the question was: Tell me everything you know about Fortune and Glory's hosts. Um, he goes. So I don't know about the host that they're using to conduct the actual assassination. Like I said, they tend to not mix with uh, mixed company like that. But I can tell you the host that they used to try to meet the armor here and hire them. And wasn't that yourself? No. I thought that's why we went after this person. No, he knows. And oh. he's exchanging the information for having this guy here. Okay. Her name was her name was Candace. Uh she <coughs> She was, I don't know, about yay high. He like, like gestures about half a head shorter than him. Um, blonde hair, like piercings on her eyebrows. Uh, I know where she, I know where she lives, so I can like give you that information too, which he does. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He he gives Correct. you that information as well. Um, and uh, he goes, she's. Much like any other Fortune and Glory's uh, hosts, she's not a super. Fortune and Glory has this policy against tr- uh, working with about taking possession of actual supers. I don't, I don't get it, but no, like they have a pretty strict no super host policy. It is probably because a super host could fight back. No, 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 it's not that. All the hosts are willing. Well, willing at the first moment. Not necessarily willing throughout the entire contract. Mm, maybe. I don't know. I don't give a shit. So, um... So, he goes, yeah, so... I mean, I don't... I don't get it. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's a whole thing about not wanting to mix powers for something. I, I don't personally care. Fortune and Glory pay their tab on time more often than not, so I don't usually ask too many questions. Cool. Thank you. Is there anything else you want? I don't know. Any Anything you can think to ask? Negative. And I think we're clear. Alright. 
Now buy something or get out. I get out. Okay. I, am, I am unable to consume alcohol. And then I get out. I don't have a digestive tract. It's useless to me. <laughs> I right. do not understand the human emotion of drunk. <laughs> actually, you say that. But as we're leaving, I am actually going to ask... Uh, I'm going to ask Switch. Please explain. I have been wondering. What is the purpose of becoming intoxicated? Uh, it is specifically me sharing a vulnerability or weakness. To my knowledge, it's an op- it's a socially acceptable opportunity to become drunk and or to become stupid and unworried. Yes, so that is what I am wondering about. What is the purpose of becoming less capable, imperfect in this fashion? I think the means and the end are the same thing in this case. There is, for the people who want it, there is an intrinsic value in being this way for a short amount of time. And how, how do they come to that decision that intoxication has value? Uh, because I guess they find being not intoxicated unpleasant unpleasant so perfection is unpleasant perfection is unpleasant if you have to constantly work to uphold it I see effort is unpleasant and perfection requires effort sustained effort I would say but yeah you're on the right track there Robin you're the worst teacher well, that makes enough sense that I will mark potential I'm glad that I could help and Nikolai have had progress, whereas Mikolad, not so much. I'm having progress, it's just all negative. <laughs> <laughs> That's not progress, then. You're s- hey, Colin, Colin, you're still going places if you're walking backwards. <laughs> you, you are still in motion if you are falling down flights of stairs. Get off his junk. <laughs> so, uh, so... I'm going to say some time passes, uh, Megalad, your trail has definitely gone cold, cold enough to the point where you're probably going to give up the chase. Give up. I never give up. Never give up. Never surrender. Exactly. Maybe re- reassess your uh, direction. Do you do that? Hmm. If I've actually got a move, never give up, never surrender. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it clear, it's clear that using instinct to figure out which way fortune and glory went has met with something less than success. If I go, if I text the team that I failed, that'd be really hard. and I don't want to do that. So I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to keep going, you know. All right. I, if I'm going to find an assassin that's run off, I have to think like an assassin to think like an assassin, I have to assess the situation like an assassin. Okay, go ahead and assess the situation then. That's an eight, so you can ask one. One. If I were an assassin, what could I have used to get away? Uh, well, for one, the teleportation 
uh, well, thing that they had on their chest, but also... I just sensed that. Yeah, uh, but if you just knocked a kid out cold and they were in, uh, and like you were, you had super speed and super accuracy, you can, you can, uh, definitely just like bolt. But I would have bolted in a, I would have bolted in a direction where there were less people. Yes. So where was the least amount of people? So you can follow that and, at some point, you realize, like, maybe this is about as, like... Actually, hold on. Go ahead and roll me just a normal superior roll. Just a straight-up superior. Okay. Um, at some point, you realize you have gone too far. Is that not the case when I blow up a building? He's gone too far. He knows too much. I'm just saying that you've overshot shot it and like you, you're going to have to backtrack and everything. So um, so as you're backtracking, you definitely hear two clicks uh, from behind you as you st- step up. And he's like, man, this just ain't day. Well, I'm still here. So still. Yeah. Kicking. And if you and if you keep doing this, you won't be for much longer because I'm going to tell you right now, if we throw down again and I win, you're not getting back up. Mm, I don't know. I seem to get up from most things. We'll just have to put this to the test. Are you sure you want to go again? Because I seem to have kicked your ass pretty thoroughly last time. Um, yeah, I'm going to try. This time I'm hopefully going to do a bit better. All right. So what do you do? No, I'm just going to hit him. Oh, okay. That's an 11. That's an 11, so uh, go ahead and choose two. I really should have charged up given that roll, but hey ho. <laughs> uh, God, I keep losing this because the PowerPoint's don't PDFs don't look like. Uh, choose two. I am going to choose. I'm going to impress, surprise, or frighten him, and I'm going to resist or avoid his blows. All right. Which do you want to do? Impress, surprise, or frighten? I'm going to surprise him. I figure the longer I can stay in one area having a protracted laser battle, the long, the more chance that someone can will notice and uh, back me up. All right. So I guess I'm. I guess I'm. Yeah, I guess I'm impressing him enough to actually take me seriously. All right. So um, you throw that haymaker at him, and and you get him square in the head and you just fling him backwards um so he he stands up and he uh shakes his head he goes all right that's not happening again and he pulls he throws up that um that like orange energy uh chicken wire uh shield again um pulls up one of the uh one of the weapons and just starts uh firing but it it doesn't affect you because you're resisting or avoiding their blows but i have marked afraid so he's basically just throwing up a wall that you know it's gonna it's gonna protect him. It's it's a big dome situation this time. He learned from last time that you can just like make your blast come from anywhere. So you know, nip that in the bud. Just protect from all sides. Now I have a question to ask you, which is between when I got knocked out and this, did the scene end? Yes, I'm gonna say that. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I guess I have to do more stupid things then. 
<laughs> mm. no, I'm not going to charge. Every time I charge, it goes badly. But Especially since charging is roll con- rolling conditions, and you have four conditions, Mark. No, I have three. Oh, excuse me. I took four hardy actions to clear the insecure. This is true, yes. Having more conditions is better for burn. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right, yeah. Oh, that's a great point. Yeah, let's do that then. Let's charge. No, you fucker, Bobbin. Why do you do this? I pointed out a fact. I did not make you roll snake eyes. <laughs> oh, I have plus one forward against him. I'm turning that. Is the six still a fail? Yes, the six is still a fail. You can use the team selfishly and add plus one. Sorry, guys. All right, that's the one team you've got in this session, so that brings it up to a seven. All right, so seven, what happens there? <laughs> uh, on a seven, I mark a condition. Okay. On a, on a seven to mine... Wait, hang on, on a miss, my whole two burn... Oh, yeah, so I did I did want to do that. Mark a condition, and... No, bur- uh, you don't get any burn. <laughs> no, I think I do, no, otherwise... No, why would I... a, hit, a hit is... Is a seven or higher? So oh right, yeah. Yep. yeah. So I, I mark a condition, which let's be insecure again, and let's hold free burn. All right. All right. So the point of this battle for me is to keep him busy until help arrives. Okay. So what do you propose to do do about that then? Mm. Can we be the help that arrives? Because I mean, eventually, yeah. Yeah, you can be eventually, but uh, the battle literally has just started, so. Right, let's do this. Uh, let's get dangerous. Let's use. Let's make a construct. Let's make a. Con- let's make a construct of me. Let's let's spend another burn to animate it. Let's well, everybody, send- we've managed to go. What is this? Session five, maybe. Before Six. someone said, let's get dangerous. Six? Before someone said, let's get dangerous. <laughs> I think we did well, comparatively. Mm-hmm. Um, and now but this is my first one-on-one fight, and I'd, I'd like to stop this sarky flow of text coming from Robin. I'm trying to constantly... <laughs> let's go, go fake me. Run, 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 get help. Flee. It nods and runs. Uh... Actually, 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 skate. Go faster than running. Can here's a question: Can your constructs be harmed? It doesn't say. It just says spend one burn to create an object with my power up to the size of a per- oh, with my power presumably with this power. Spend another burn to animate it. Okay. Um. I'm gonna say no. Then it's just gonna be like a light construct. So. So Fortune and Glory uh, tries shooting at it, and it just the bullets just go right through it. And uh, I didn't know that'd work. Great. <laughs> um, Wait, was he distracted far, far into that thing? Because if so, I want to directly engage him. Uh, n- no, I'm not going to say that that is going to be distraction enough. He's got he's got your eye. Like you're basically within the same cone of vision. He's not going to be distracted enough more to. Do that, but you can still try to directly engage the threat. Keep in mind, he does have like the wall up, though. What do I know about that wall? Um, you know that it re- it resisted your blasts pretty well, and took had to take a hell of a beating in order to get through last time. Wait a minute. 
Wait a minute, I have another move. What happens if fortune and glory on a host just becomes fortune or glory? That's a good question. You don't know. Let's find out. I'm going to snatch one of his guns. Okay. How are you going to get through the barrier? Uh, it just says spend one burn to use your powers to seize any one object up to the size of a person from someone within view. You snatch the gun uh, from him, and the host just like immediately starts having a shit aim, and uh, and just like does not seem to be nearly as powerful as before. But also, this thing, as you're holding the gun, you it just starts vibrating, and then spikes just grow out of it. Uh, I need you to roll take a powerful blow. Oh no. Because this thing definitely, definitely does not want to be held by you, and definitely, definitely wants to be back with its other half. But it's my precious. Ah, fuck! Alright. So, choose one or two from the seven to nine. Uh, why am I rolling so shit every... Uh, seriously, look, it's all been reds or greens, and the greens are always the things I don't want. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to be flashy. Let's lose control of my powers in a terrible way. Alright, so this thing pierces your hand, and it is actually hurting you. This is actually, actually making physical contact with you. So that's what pain f- pain shouldn't feel oh, wow. I don't like I don't like pain. <laughs> um, and when it pierces you, uh, you drop the gun, and then like you just sort of, like and the the puncture wounds from um from your hand just start radiating the cosmic energy, and all of a sudden they just start it just starts sparking cosmic energy, and as you're like trying to contain it, it hits a building, and one of the buildings just and like. A big chunk of building is gone. I sure hope that was empty. <laughs> so I'm going to say it's around this time that uh, the con- light construct finds uh, finds the other two, but kind of don't need it anymore. Building just exploded. Oh, there. Ah, uh, yeah, we're doing this now, I guess. So I'm going to say it's a uh, so it's around this time you guys get on scene and it's um and Megalad, you're c- desperately trying to get control of your hand. Of the your hand and uh, the host for fortune. The construct's st- still with him. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm saying I'm. I know. Um, and it's at this point of uh, fortune glory's host runs over and grabs whichever uh, whichever gun you you got. <laughs> a, a switch. Could you stop that? Uh, yeah. Uh, hey. Uh, it's. I'm going to stick with Nico for now. I haven't figured it out exactly. Hey, Nico, I want you to hit me as hard as you can. Will you be able to survive the blow? Yes. Very well. I wind up and do so. Yeah, go ahead and directly engage the threat. I know exactly what's going on. This trick happened once before already. Hey, Fortune, how do you feel about getting hit with the same trick twice? (laughs) Why not hit the gun? Hit the loose gun. All right, go ahead and choose two there, uh, Nikolai. Uh, for context, like the second you get into your swing, I swap places with Fortune and Glory. Which one? The host. The the yeah, the host has grabbed the gun by like just gonna barely get their fingers around the gun by the time this happens. 
the uncertain the uncertainty of of do you really want to do this uh was just long enough for for the host to grab the other gun okay then i choose two right yep i take something from them okay and then create an opportunity for my allies okay what do you take from them the other gun no they have both guns now it's a thing right i take one uh there's a shield okay so you take take the shield oh by the way i leveled up the shield would actually be around both of us because yeah the shield had the shield had to get dropped in order for him to run order to grab the other gun so it would they would both be guns again um so you do have to take powerful you do have to resist or avoid their blows so again uh whichever one you've grabbed is gonna try and uh and it 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 tries to spike uh trick again but realizes that that's not gonna work so instead the spike pops out my the other side of my hand and i feel nothing and then i just moved out of the way as yep and so it's at this point uh it starts sparking, so it's going to try and electrocute you, so please roll plus conditions for take a powerful blow. Alright, that's a thing. Yep. Eight, so choose one. I will struggle past the pain. Okay, so mark. go ahead and mark two conditions. Alright. I will mark angry and damaged. That's right, you do get a... Uh, so the newborn has a special six stat called damaged. And when they are damaged, uh, they get plus two to something. When you take damaged, you add two to take a powerful blow instead of plus one. Okay. So the electricity damages me, and I am upset. I would, Im- I would imagine that you punch them before you unho- before you separate the host, because uh, otherwise the human behind the host probably would not survive the punch if you're punching as hard as you can. Um, yes, I... Using the fact that I am a machine, I they basically happen almost simultaneously. Just like I, I was able to assess the fact that uh, Fortune and Glory was now my target, and upon hitting it, my other hand just quickly moved in, grabbed the gun as they were about beginning to fly back. All right. Hey, Kalon, guess what we did just now? I believe we entered battle against a dangerous foe as a team. We're going to have to go through the team stuff. So, uh, who's the leader in this? I would imagine Megalad, because Megalad started this. <laughs> yeah, this is my problem. If I do have influence okay, so over everyone, one. I believe. Yes, that's I absolutely one. do. Uh, that's that's oh, free. Yeah, you start um, with two. we start with two. We have all the same purpose. Yeah. Uh, so, does... Anybody, if any team member mistrusts the leader of the team, remove a team? I don't think so. I don't necessarily trust his competency, but I do trust him as a person. Yeah, that's that's more, I think, what the in the line of what they're going for. I'm very competent. Uh, I'm on now. about like the last hour of this podcast. <laughs> and did I or did I not get the job done eventually? Anyway, and then uh, if your team is ill-prepared or off-balance, remove a team. I don't... <laughs> Absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> I think there's a reasonable argument that we're not really prepared. <laughs> yep, so you have three teams. Alright, so... Uh, 
So what Fortune and Glory... Well, well what the host is going to do specifically is as... Um, as uh, NC-11 is getting electrocuted, uh, they are going to... Like, the electrocution stops, like, stops as they feel their host uh, reaching for them. They're just going to grab the gun. They're not going to necessarily try and yank it out out away from you, but as long as they're holding both of them, they get the powers back, and then they're going to try and aim and uh, fire. So who wants to do a thing? Wait, hold on. Go over that so, one more time for me. So basically, with one hand, they are grabbing the other... The I'm going to just... I'm just going to say, with one hand, they're hold, holding fortune. With the other hand, they're aiming glory to shoot at... Uh... But what about the opportunity I created? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nico also snatched that gun. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's... And I have created an opportunity that someone else should use before this can happen. Oh, true. Yes. I forgot that you chose creating an opportunity for your allies. So you can... I will say that Switch, you can see that, uh, that the host is re- just reaching for the gun. It doesn't look like they're gonna pull the gun away. Just fucking try and grab it so that way they can get the abilities of the benefits of having... of holding both at the same time. Nico, drop. Drop down? Drop the gun. Oh, drop it. And I will throw it in the other direction. I've got... I just on hand have a bunch of shit in my pockets so I can just get things to me if I need to. So I will swap, I don't know, a, pa- a deck of cards with the gun. So I have the gun now. It's mine. Oh, watch out, it's spiky. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, um, so, so you know this thing is immediate, like, you can tell from this thing both electrocuting uh, Nikolai and the fact that, you know, Gary has wounds on his hands. If this thing has some tricks up its sleeve to make sure that it doesn't, like, get held by people it doesn't want to be held by. So what are you going to do about that? Well, uh, what is a loose object? What, what is the farthest motor vehicle that I can see from me right now? Farthest motor vehicle? Specifically motor? Yeah. Uh, so I... That's just what my first thought was for a loose object. What is the what is the furthest loose object I can see? Like um, at the end of the alley, you can see like a bike. Okay. Uh, I will briefly, you know, I briefly make contact with the gun, swap myself with the bike, so I've got the gun and I'm at the end of the alley, and then whatever the next farthest object from that point is and I'm I'm trying to get the gun as far away from the host as possible is what's happening here. So if there's I don't know, a bird somewhere in the sky or another bike somewhere farther away That's going to be one confused ass bird but yeah, there's a bird in the sky that you can see Okay. Go ahead ahead and roll Unleash Your Powers so that way you can see if you uh, beat Fortune and Glory or beat Fortune into uh into hurting you before you can swap it out. That is a nine. So I'm gonna say that you were successful in swapping it, but not before it gets a uh, it gets a shot off essentially. So um, market condition. Yeah, it's it's gonna dig a big spike into uh into your hands like like it did with a uh, megalet. Okay, I will choose to mark angry. So it gets a spike through your hands and um and you get ang- really angry at it and then swap places with bird and it's like in the sky falling 
Yep, and it's I don't know how many how many dozens of yards away at this point the gun is from the host. Uh, <laughs> pretty far. So, um, so basically, the host is uh, gonna it. It's looking around trying to. He's looking around trying to figure out what to do, and then, um, he goes, "Wait, are you, are you fucking sure?" Okay, and he just he makes a run for it. He's gonna try and like, like he's not super fast anymore. He's still fairly athletic, so he's still gonna be fairly quick. But he's gonna try and run and like try and basically catch it midair. And also, you see see his free hand is sort of hovering over the thing that was over his belt. The t- and you can tell that was a teleporter. Hey, I have a question. What happens if I shoot the gun in midair? Uh, you don't know. Let's find out. I feel like it's something we should find out. All right. Go ahead and roll directly engage a threat then. That's an 11, so... <laughs> this is why I'm mega bad. All right, so, uh, choose two. Um, I mean, it's not going to attack me from that far away so I don't really need to resist its blows um I'm really trying to destroy this thing I guess I guess I'm trying to frighten the opposition um mm-hmm. into surrendering um hopefully they'll risk that they'll realise that an ex- existential threat to the guns is probably uh, worth them either giving up their contract or else um you know giving up on the some either surrendering to us or surrendering the contract either way is fine so i'm trying to frighten the opposition and i'm also creating an opportunity for the allies to um i don't know that's for my allies to choose yeah um so Boom. all right actually i'm gonna be a smart ass mm-hmm. instead of frightening the opposition can i take the gun's trigger no, you cannot, okay. absolutely cannot take the gun's trigger. Then I'm sticking my original plan. <laughs> okay. So, you blast the gun, and it seems to start spinning wildly in midair, and then, because these are sentient weapons, it just starts firing randomly, uh, starts hitting buildings, there's explosions, you hear screams, and then uh, there's definitely, like, one building just, like, catches on fire. Um, so, there is... So, there's all that going on, because it's definitely felt like it feels like it's, you know, needs to defend itself somehow, so it's just blasting randomly. So I need you to all take a powerful blow, because it is shooting randomly and one of the bolts could potentially hit you. It could, but it won't. Wait, sure all of us are just mega lad? Uh, just mega lad. Choose one. Mm, that's or, a nine for the audience. Or team. Oh no, no, that's right, that's right, that's right. I forgot that this is the one you want to roll low on. That's right. Yeah. Never mind. I absolutely, I do not want to have to go mad again. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. I forgot. I forgot this is the one that you want to roll low on. I'm gonna lash out verbally at Nick. Hey, Nick, it's about time you show us what you're good for. I'm gonna provoke uh, the robot into taking foolhardy action. All right. So. So, Nick, you've been provoked into doing foolhardy action. This thing has been... This gun just started blasting uh, random building, random buildings. It's like one of the buildings is on fire. You definitely hear some uh, cries for cries for help. But Megalad just did tell you to... Uh, but I did, create, I did create an opportunity. You did create allies. an opportunity, yeah. And, uh, I've, and I have frightened him. I'm going I'm to... Yeah, so 
that's and that's why I'm saying like the the host t- just have definitely did not just like hit the teleporter in order to just like grab the gun out of midair and just book it on out of here. That's and that is the uh, that is the opportunity and the frightening like in conjunction working with each other. This this guy is just not like teleporting up to the air, grabbing it and then leaving. And I have just the thing. Because you see, my superpowers do not include super speed, and I am far behind the action thanks to everything teleporting away and being thrown into the air. However, my uh, my superpowers have a mind of their own. So I can mark an ability, uh, mark a condition. I'm going to be choosing insecure, seems appropriate. And my powers evolve and mutate. I am facing an obstacle or threat that my powers would normally not be able to deal with, so now I have brand new abilities adapted to the situation. Wow, you're also bullshit, Superman. <laughs> <laughs> He's bu- no, specifically, you're bullshit modern Superman. He's bullshit Silver Age Superman, where he just like, I have super knitting! I, I feel it's the other way around, but sure. <laughs> we can both be Silver Age. <laughs> anyway, Bobbin. So, yeah, what are you doing with... What's that um, new uh, power that you got? My goal, all things considered, is to contain and isolate the firearm. I throw my arm, and my arm just becomes a containment bubble that um, blows up around the firearm once it reaches it, and is right. entirely indestructible until the end of the until the danger is gone. All right. Okay, yeah, so uh, I'm not sure if you need to roll anything with that because you already you already did kind of pay a price about in having to uh, having to mark a condition mark yeah. a condition. So yeah, that just works. I'm gonna I'm gonna rule that that just works because you did have to pay a price in order to do that. So yeah, you basically form a bubble around the gun. Um, and, uh, it's at this point fortune and glory. Uh, no, mm, glory and the host uh, realize that no, they're not going to be able to get uh, fortune back a traditional way. So, uh, so the host goes, "Ah, fuck this!" And he just runs over, grabs a part of, um, and grabs a part of uh, Nikolai and slaps the uh, and slaps the teleportation switch. Wait, and, um, like, like Nikolai's whole body? He, yeah, he's just, no, he's like grabbing a part of Nikolai, like maybe an arm or just like a shoulder or something. So I'm still mostly there. I'm, I'm in silver battle mode, by the way. It's just that... Um, uh, blue battle mode, please. Now, that, that was just a... Remember the branding. But, um... Yeah, the, like, one arm is just sort of missing below the elbow, but the rest of just there as a humanoid still. Yeah, okay. So, the host turned around, ran back to the mouth of the alley where the rest of us are located, put Mm -hmm. his hand on Nico's shoulder and started to teleport out. Yep. Uh, See, that's super difficult because now they're one contiguous body and I can't fuck with that. So... uh, Teleport me closer and I'll defend him. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna run as because I I presume I am closer to the two of them. 
then Gary, okay, I am going to dead sprint at the pair. That's the only move I've got at the moment. All right. Um, So go ahead and roll defend, we'll say. Ah, savior at that thing I'm shit at. That's why. That's a three. That's a three. So, yeah, you don't get there in time. Uh, so you're 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 running dead sprint, and the and the host just slaps the teleportation uh, device, and both N- Nico and uh, and the host disappear. And... I'm just gonna stand here. <laughs> apparently, can I attempt <laughs> to dislodge? the nanites that it slaps onto in order to separate the device from the uh, colony. Like, unleash my powers? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that's an unleash your powers. Carve off a chunk of yourself so it can't get stolen. Yep. Although I'll get some of myself, just not all of it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, oh! Oh, is, is that, um, is what you're trying to do basically, like, get those nanites so that way they return to you for to wherever you go or are you trying to do it the other way where like well the idea is that some of the nanites will just sort of eject remove themselves from the uh, larger host and then once separated from my body aside from when uh, superpowers are involved the nanites have the directive of return to the host and that is all okay so no, the the way I'm asking is like, is most of your body, is most of your body staying, or is most of your body going? And are the nanites going to be returning to the ho- to the host by trying to by leading the other two to Fortune and Glory's base, or are the nanites going to be uh, returning by by uh, leaving from Fortune and Glory's base? Um, most of me is staying. Okay. All right. So yep, yeah, they teleport. And uh, and the most and most of uh, Nikolai stays, and eventually it calms down. It calms down, but you do have a problem in which there's a fo- there's like fires and stuff going on. So uh, you do have people who are screaming for help. What do you do? When the other when the others run up to me, I will just clarify for them. They attempted to teleport me. I have ejected part of myself to be teleported so that the rest of me could remain here. I am very glad to hear that you did not get kidnapped. Uh, but eyes on the prize. Let's do whatever evacs we gotta. Uh, guys, can you cheer me up? This is can important. You che- can you cheer yourself up? We're in the middle of a crisis situation. That's why I need you to cheer me up. It would not make it would not make story sense for them to drop everything to try and cheer you up when there's oh. a crisis going on. I'm not allowing you to metagame this. You can't. Uh, okay, I'll just have to. Uh, fine, let's do this the old-fashioned way rather than space powers. Fine. I won't. I won't be able to overcharge. All right. So yeah, how do you deal with this? Uh, with the situation of people screaming for help. Like, there's some people trapped under rubble, there's some people trapped in the burning building. The villain has been defeated. We should allow the authorities to take care of the rest. 
no, no, no. Being a hero isn't just about beating villains. We save the people as well. Come on. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. People are important. Um, try and remember that. Um, okay. Switch. If people are underneath something, do they count as one object, or would you be able to switch to switch them out from under the rubble? If, if they are not touching any of the rubble, then I can do it. But if they are touching the rubble, then then they're stuck to me. Then you're on the people. Then you're on the people in the fires. I'll get people out from under the rubble. Uh, Question: Most yes. objects are touching the ground. How is it that you do not move the earth beneath them? Not the time. <laughs> Yeah, we can discuss this later. Hey, uh, can you, like, turn yourself into clothes? Me? Yes. I can create the appearance of clothes. I am always nanites. No, I mean, like, you're probably a billion more times fireproof than I am, and I'm going to be telling, teleporting myself into burning buildings. Can't you assist me with this? Oh. I do overheat if given, if uh, subjected to extended high temperatures. Will heat conduct through you is the question here. Yes. Well. <laughs> Shit. Can I, can I wear you like boots and safely jump out of a fifth, the fifth story of a building? I can mold myself in order to land and safely absorb impact. Excellent. Please and thank you. Let's do it. Okay. We're on this. All right. Uh, so, because this is a... Mm, Go ahead and roll me... This is technically a defend... No. Yeah, this is technically defend, so go ahead and roll savior. Cool. Uh, but but um, but for for the fire building, I will allow you to have the choice of whoever has the higher savior score, and then add another plus one forward. Alright, well, my savior is minus one. Uh, my savior is currently minus two because I am one I, oh, insecure. <laughs> this is why I wanted cheering up. Anyway, so, uh, so, Bob, go ahead and roll Savior at a... Oh. Hmm. Oh, so then I am actually the best at Savior right now. That's still a five. Hmm. You can use two team. I can use two team. Uh, so you're down to one. Uh, but that is a seven on defend, so... Seven means uh, you can choose one of those. Yeah, I'm going to add a team to the pool because uh, my only condition is irrelevant to the situation and I don't... Influence isn't useful for just saving randos, I don't think. Um, I will expose myself to danger. Teleporting into burning buildings repeatedly and then I teleport... I swap places with someone in a burning building, and then I leap out the window back down the ground floor and find a new target. Yeah. Um, so... So, essentially, as you're doing this, uh, there is a point where the building starts collapsing, you start working faster and faster, and then, uh, as... And then, like, you're getting the last person out, and the building just does cannot like the roof above you just cannot handle the stress of it anymore so it starts collapsing uh what do you do nico can you be an umbrella i am going to clear insecure by taking foolhardy action without talking to the team okay and that foolhardy action is going to be using mind of its own a mind of their own again to uh take the afraid condition 
and create a massive dome in order to attempt to contain or sustain the roof for as long as possible. I I have stopped being uh, Switch's pants. I can't be a pair of boots because I need to be a contiguous form. But I have stopped becoming her pants and just sort of raised myself to become a giant silvery roof over this building. All right. So, yeah. Uh, so, because once again, you had to pay a price uh, in order to do that. I will just say that it works. And Switch, you managed to get out relatively safely. Um, so, before we move on to Megalad trying to save the people out from under the rubble, I do have a question. What is the situation with the bit of you covering the weapon? Is it, did that form back into you? Or, or that, that bubble is going to sustain itself until someone that I deem a proper authority attempts to open it. Once it does so, the dome will dissolve and return to myself. Okay, okay. I was just making. I was just trying to make sure because uh, if if that had not, if because uh, bad things could have happened otherwise. But in that case, it is still fine. Uh, so, Megalad, um, you're dealing with the people on in the rubble. Uh, so, what do you do? Um. I mean, I've got some super strength. It's not great, but I can lift. I'm not as strong <laughs> as I'm not as physically strong as Sundog, but I can lift rubble easily enough. All right. So yeah. Um, so I will ignore that previous savior roll because you're kind of jumping the gun there. So go ahead and roll me savior again. Time to roll worse. <laughs> Please don't ignore that previous savior roll. <laughs> Please let me have my listen, six. Listen, you do have two team that can bump you up to seven. Good thing we have that two team. <laughs> All right, so there you go. So, uh, so they're saved. That's so the they're saved. So, do you want to expose yourself to danger or escalate the situation? Um, yeah, I, I, I'm fairly selfless. I'm going to expose myself to danger after. Okay. After I clear a condition. Okay, I was about to ask which one that you wanted to why do. Would, why would I ever not clear a condition? Have you seen my condition? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so uh, which condition are you clearing? Uh, I guess if I... We need to find a fucking Danger Mario move for you. There is there's not really... I had a good look. There isn't anything good for clearing conditions. That, that's why you guys. That's why you guys need to get better at mundane in order to give me emotional support. Well, you can't actually remove the condition until the scene is over. We need to find a uh, a move that makes you more powerful the more conditions you have, because you are just constantly wa- walking around at one HP. Well, that's what burn is supposed to be. Well, yeah, but I've used all my burn. Now I, I, I charge got... up again. <laughs> yeah, that seems. Okay, so, anyway, uh, yes, you, so you're exposing yourself to more, to bigger danger. Uh, having rubble fall on you would be lame in a repeat, so instead, um, instead of the ceiling collapsing on top of you, it turns out the structural support of the, um, 
of the ground below you is very compromised, and as you, like, get the last person out, uh, the floor starts to collapse around you. What do you do? Oh, God. It's finally that time. <laughs> it's that time, Kalon. <laughs> that time? It's that time. Okay. Today's the day. Today's the day. What do you do? <laughs> Just fucking tell me! <laughs> what if... What if, get this, I spread my arms into a teapot. <laughs> and it's your dominance over the skies, yes. Yes, finally. Do it. Roll plus freak for unleash your powers. This sounds like something I need to charge up for. That's enough. That's an eight. That's an eight, that's free burn. That's free burn and market condition. Okay, it's time to overcharge. Spend two birds, take a ten plus when you unleash your powers. I can float! <laughs> so yeah, you start running, and then the ground collapses underneath you, and then you you, you realize you're doing the fucking wily Coyote thing. You're looking down, you're floating. And then switch, you're looking over, Gary's floating. Yes, look, gaze upon me, mortals. Worship! <laughs> This is a tremendous display of my might. I'm awing my audience into silence, respect, and attention. You're doing something. <laughs> you you are silently respecting me right now <laughs> as I float. Okay, so you're floating. You don't know how to move, though. Is you the sure are allowed to uh, think that. I, I, I'm sure that's how the move works. <laughs> Uh, so basically, my definition of float is that I'm sort of very slowly descending, like Featherfall in Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, okay, yeah. And it, then basically, basically, I'll be able to fly up, down, left, right, all directions, but very slowly. And right now, okay. I'm going down. All right, and then and then I'm going to say that it's easy enough to climb out. Um, so yeah, congratulations, you saved a lot of people uh, because you faffed about for um. For a little while, dealing with fortune and glo- uh, fortune and glory. Uh, oh, uh, I should text Gold Standard. He's, he'd be the one to know what to do with a gun. Um, well, speaking of which, the authorities do come, and a police officer looks around, and is like, "What the hell happened?" Hi, uh, we're hashtag trending. Um, we uh, fought. You may have heard of them, Fortune and Glory. Um, this is one of them. Don't touch it. The bubble will dissolve if you touch it. You're just a cop. I don't think you could deal with a sentient gun. Okay. Specifically, do not touch it. Do not touch this bubble. All right. Well, fine. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna call. Yeah. And then uh, he he calls in. And then minutes later, there's some vans that uh dr- that drive up and screech, and DHEA is painted on the side of them. Uh, you see several uh people hop out. They're dressed in basically SWAT armor, and they like surround and they're and they say, uh, where is it? Before you touch this gun, can you protect yourself against a sentient gun that will try and just, shoot you? Just tell us where it is. We are good at our jobs. I really don't want to have to fight this guy. I mean, it's here in this bubble. Just okay. Thank you, Jesus Christ, teenagers. Uh, they they move over. They surround. They like point gun their guns at the um at the gun. They, well, they point their guns at the bubble right now, and uh, one of them moves over and and. Uh, grabs it and then they and then immediately immediately there's a big hubbub where like uh other people move over there's like this glass container uh so, somebody uh twists it and pull like 
twists the top, pulls it open. They immediately throw the gun in, and then they close it and twist it again. And uh, so, so this per- so this person who briefly touched fortune and glory did not have the opportunity to be even like tempted. They just immediately shut that shit down. Okay, good. And then they move back to their vans and uh, and they lock it up and they start driving off. But do you know about the gov- the other gun, right? Well, I mean, it's kind of useless without a pair, as you have clearly seen. I can't believe we saved the... Guys, we saved the day. We sure did something. We saved the day. How do we celebrate saving the day? Uh, by getting back to work. You don't have a job. We are... We have not... We do not know where the host is. We do not know where the armorer is. You don't know who hired them. I'm still a roof. Oh, uh, <laughs> we should say something about that last thing. Nico, <laughs> please come back now. Just make yourself flat and slowly lower yourself. <laughs> yeah, structural supports to sort of waver and flow down, and the giant pile of rubble finishes collapsing. Then out of that collapse comes little just puddles of silvery goo combine with uh, what used to be the sphere and slowly rebuild itself into the shape of the person that you refer to as Nico. Okay. Uh, Nick, next time you melt down, I want you to do me a favor and right before you finish melting down into a puddle, um, do a thumbs up. That'd be great. That'd be super. Every time you every time you melt. Actually, if we're going to be working with you, need a superhero name. I do not feel particularly different. How do you feel for saving the day? Feels good, man. Like We've, we've helped a lot of people. We've stopped a dangerous assassin um, that's protecting political stability in this town and ensuring a fairer election. You, you know, you should be proud of what you've done today. You know, it, we, yes, few, few little hitches along the way, but you, you should you should be proud of yourself. So a superhero should attempt to maintain the stability of the town. A super yeah, a, a superhero should defend those who shouldn't who can't defend themselves, um, and should um, uphold uphold the spirit of the law and just help people. That's that's what that's all it's about. You help people. But not, but not uh, villains. You can generally tell who they are because they're trying to kill people. Noted. <laughs> but outside the law, kill people outside the law. I am not allowed to kill anything. I don't think you get to make that call, Blue Bomber. I have never killed anyone that I know of. All right. End of session. We're going to leave it off at that. It's end of session. So, uh... Let's let's start with the new team member. So, Nico, did you grow closer to the team, grow into your own image of yourself, or grow further away from the team? I think this one's pretty much of a gimme. Um, I would say that I probably grew closer to the team. All right. So, uh, explain who made you feel welcome. Give influence to that character and clear or a condition or mark potential. All right. Um. I will clear Afraid, and I will give Switch 
influence, but uh, since Switch already has influence, that means that you can move my labels up and down. Let's move Freak Down and Superior up. All right. All right. So, uh, Mega Lad, which one did you want to do? I'm going close to Nick. You know, um, bit, a bit of a rough start. He seems to note down a lot of things I say very literally, which I'm sure won't come back to haunt any of us. <laughs> um, so particularly as um, the advice is very confusing and often contradictory. But you know what? He can learn. He can learn. I don't have influence over anyone, so that's the first thing I'm Andy, going to do. Yeah, you have influence over me right now. Okay, so now you have influence over him. Hooray. And I said, you said you're going to clear afraid on that. I never said I was going to clear oh. anything. Oh, what what did you say? That I, I'm a, I said I would clear afraid. Okay, that's who I was thinking of. I'm okay. I'm clearing hopeless, so I'm back down to only three conditions. Okay, and then finally switch. Which one of those? I mean, it is kind of kind of the the flavor of the day here. Going growing closer to the new teammate. Okay. They are they are interesting to talk to. So Nick, you get influence over uh over switch. Noted. But do you, do you guys want to do any of the other team moves while we're during this last bit of the scene? Are you afraid of me? Me? Yes, you. Are you afraid? Do you afraid of me? No. I am indestructible. I take plus. Are you? I feel like I could destroy you, but regardless, I get plus one forward in my potential. So I just, I didn't want to just last things uh, mention what my current lessons are. How oh, good! I can't wait. I am a newborn, so I am a blank slate, and I've got four lessons that I've uh, learned or relearn over the course of the game. I started with never kill a living human being, and my uh, a superhero should defeat the villains. And as a matter of fact, I embodied that second lesson and caused collateral damage in the process, so I think that means I mark potential. I think so, yeah. And I can shift one label up and down on my own. And uh, just, however, I have rewritten some of the labels, so... Uh, with the idea being that I embody perfection, so that earlier discussion I filled in, always work hard. Oh, good. And uh, with the discussion with Megalad, I have rewritten, a superhero should help the innocent. That's a a very positive lesson from my rambling. (laughs) I do want to clarify, it's not a living human being, it's any living being, so uh, they, they don't want you to kill... For instance, the giant cyborg gorilla that is technically a living being, but also technically not human. They don't, they don't want you killing that either, just FYI. Yeah. Okay. All right, well... I, f- I think I said a superhero should protect the innocent. Well, the last thing you said was, it all comes down to helping people, but not bad people. So I... <laughs> I edited that for uh, <laughs> relative size. Anyway, I'm going to stop the recording. Thanks for listening, everybody. So long.